0: Gandhi said, the true measure of any society can be found in how it treats its most vulnerable members. When Dee got in touch with me on Twitter, as with many of the Walk A Mile in My Shoes episodes, I really had no idea what to expect. The key things you need to know is they live in Dubai, they've recently been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, and they live with their family. I often say it's important to ask what's happened to you and not what's wrong with you when we consider folk with this diagnosis. With Dee though, their abuse is happening now, today. And I'm not afraid to say I cried after we recorded their episode. I felt so sad and helpless and angry about their situation. It was an absolute privilege to speak with this vibrant, courageous and intelligent young person who reached out so their story could be heard. Since this episode is potentially triggering in places, I've given it an explicit rating. Hi Dee, welcome to the Walk a Mile in My Shoes podcast. How are you?
1: Hello, I'm okay, thank you. Very happy to be here.
0: Excellent. No, I'm really glad to have you on. So you approached me on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you, you've got a story that you'd like my listener, mm-hmm. my listener to hear. So can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yes, yeah, so I got diagnosed like about um two months ago, I'd say. Um, and it's been very alienating because I had to like learn a lot myself. And Twitter has been like a really nice place to do that. So um, I have uh, quite a bit to say. Right. So yeah, that made me you know, want to come on here and talk about
0: Perfect. it. So, you, you say you were diagnosed, what were you di- diagnosed with?
1: Uh, borderline personality disorder.
0: And, and and for for the listener, whereabouts are you in the world?
1: Uh, I live in Dubai right. in the United Arab Emirates. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: So, what's the, the process there for, for getting a diagnosis like that?
1: Uh, so, there was no specific like test to determine, but it was more of um, monitoring behaviors or like symptoms over a period of time. Um, But it's not very accessible here, I'd say. So it took me a crisis to actually get the help I needed.
0: Okay.
1: Um, So I went in there, Um, I've been trying for like a few months but it didn't work out because they keep dismissing people like that so they monitored my behavior over some time and it took like a couple of interviews um a couple of interviews yeah symptom checking okay. and monitoring behaviors over time
0: so who who interviewed you Was was it a, a psychiatrist a yeah so
1: it, yeah a psychiatrist in a hospital right. um like a family friend, which is why like I actually got the chance to get diagnosed because it's really, it's not accessible here at all. It's really hard. Um, yeah. It took us like a family friend who worked there and a psychiatrist. Yeah.
0: Oh gosh, that must've been really hard. And it sounds like your, your health system sounds different from hours here in the uk yeah
1: yeah yeah it's harder i think it's not easy at all
0: um generally i mean i, I know you're just one person and i've got to say you're mm-hmm. the only person uh, in dubai i've ever spoken to so um you, you are now the uh, official representative of dubai in the world mm-hmm. um what would you say mental health services are like where you are
1: Really bad. Um, suicide was crimin- like decriminalized like less than a year ago. Oh my! It was like, yeah, it's really, really bad here.
0: Gosh, gosh, that's... that's uh,
1: yeah, really bad. That's and pretty shocking. There is no immediate help if you need it.
0: Right, right.
1: And the stigma here is huge because like Dubai is like in the Middle East. So there is a lot of stigma, like there's like little to no help so when, you need it, like
0: immediately you 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 say stigma what, what what what's that stigma based on what what sort of reactions um,
1: yeah. a lot of air families so you would get called crazy or like they tell you to just like turn to religion um yeah they just they don't believe you right they just oh yeah they they have this idea that mental health is like a western idea Right. So they tell you, like, oh, you're on your phone too much, or it's, like, you're, it's not real, you just got to turn into religion and all that stuff, like, it's really bad.
0: So basically it's social media that's, that's caused uh, a mental health crisis for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like you're trying to be Western is what they think it is.
0: Yikes, yikes. Uh, that, but your, your family obviously saw you in crisis and then approached the family friend. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about that? Only if you want to talk about that.
1: Yeah, 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 sure. So okay. the only reason, basically, my family is not even accepting of the whole idea of mental health. But um, when we approached one of the hospitals, they refused to help. They said, we can't help you. This is like a very critical situation and we're not going to handle it. And they sent us off somewhere else. Right. But yeah, they just, they literally refused to help. So um my dad was with me. He called a family friend and he explained the whole situation and that's how it was I think three in the morning and no one was going to help. Yikes. Um and yeah, a family friend just like my dad called a family friend who works in the hospital and they you know, they took us in.
0: So what was going on for you at the time?
1: I uh is it okay to say without trigger
0: warnings? Um what, what I, I put I put in, in the description of the uh, podcast. Oh. So uh, okay. I'll, 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 I'll explain that.
1: Uh, okay, okay, sure. So I can just talk. Okay. So I OD'd. I was very upset. And um, after that, it, it was a really bad situation and no one knew what to do because... Um, yeah, it was it was decriminalized like less than a year ago, so I didn't know how it'd go down. No. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, like I said, hospitals refused to help, and the only way I got help properly was because we had connections to someone. Um,
0: so. Yeah. What What brought you to that point? I mean, there's a there's a sort of growing movement here mm-hmm. in, here in the mm-hmm. UK, at least, is that instead of saying to people what's wrong with you there's a growing Mm -hmm. movement saying that the question shouldn't be that it should be what happened to you so do you know what led you up to that point
1: yeah i think like a lot of like hopelessness um because i'm not doing well in school in any way shape or form because of my mental health um and it's like a really crucial a crucial year for me because i'm gonna go to uni next year i don't know how but somehow um and just like everything's like been like going to shit. Yeah. Oh,
0: can I, can you, I you can this? swear all you like. All I have to do is put explicit uh, in the description. We're absolutely yeah. fine. You <laughs> okay. can say whatever you like.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's just like a lot of things were not like working out as they should and they should be working out because it's a really important year.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and just like not getting along with anyone really, I just felt like like, you know, like the dead end. So,
0: so w- w- what are you studying just now?
1: Well, I study psychology, chemistry and math at the right, moment. Right, right. And I really want to study psychology in uni.
0: Right, right.
1: But, you know, my grades in school, I'll have to figure that part out.
0: And are you getting pressure from teachers, parents, that sort of thing?
1: A lot, a lot, like I said, like they don't understand the idea of mental health. So if I tell them I can't do anything because of my mental health, they'll just like dismiss me. And I my parents are very abusive. So my teachers call them up all the time, which is like not good. And right. I repeatedly tell them not to, but they don't listen. So it just like worsens the whole thing.
0: So the teachers think that they're they're doing good by you but but they're actually making a bad situation worse
1: yeah I can't do my work like schoolwork, because of my like mental health and like home situations and by calling by calling them up they're not helping
0: yeah yeah so do you do you have siblings who are in a similar situation
1: we don't talk a lot um yeah I don't know how they like cope because we have the same parents and our parents are horrible. So I don't know how they're coping. Gosh. We don't talk so much.
0: That's that's really hard. So not only that, that must be incredibly isolating.
1: It is. It's like it is of like my situations at home and I can't like socialize as much as I used to. It's like very alienating. I'd say.
0: So even now. Yeah. So you're saying um, it's uh, isolating. Here in the UK, we're we're, we're just coming out of lockdown uh, because of the coronavirus. Mm. Is that a similar situation to yourselves in uh, in Dubai?
1: We got out of lockdown a while ago. Things are okay, I think, right now. But during lockdown, yeah, it was very also isolating because, you know, couldn't talk to or see anyone. Um, yeah so it just like yeah it was very isolating as well
0: gosh no, sounds... I'd say
1: lockdown changed a lot yeah
0: and, and and have things remained changed since lockdown do you think or or, or yes oh, yes right, right. so uh,
1: especially academically like I still can't adjust to the online school ordeal
0: right right
1: which is why my grades have been down it's like it's I don't know. and just since lockdown, things have been like infinitely worse.
0: So, and I know this is this is difficult because, you know, we're talking about your parents. But how mm-hmm. you you said they're they're abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk a bit more about that?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so there's physically. Um, I have a brother who has autism. Right. so it's like it affects it like a lot sure. um there's physically and there's also mentally as well um and they don't think it classifies as like something like <clears throat> horrible sure they think it's like normal like it's like you know bringing up it's how it's supposed to be
0: so how old are you can i ask yeah sure i'm 18. you're 18 um mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> you know i nearly asked the most ridiculous of questions you're still being mm-hmm. exposed to physical violence
1: yes yeah still uh that's why i want to like go to uni so i could like move out and stuff but since my grades have been like a bit down i don't know how that's going to work out
0: no i the, the reason i am <laughs> I'm, I'm ridiculing myself here is that some, somehow I was making it okay for you to have been physically abused under the age of 18. So, you know, it's ridiculous. So has this just gone on all through your life, this physical abuse?
1: I, I don't remember <clears throat> when it wasn't like this.
0: That's shocking. It's like,
1: yeah, like I, the only time I knew it wasn't normal was when I saw like other people. And, and then I was like, wait, like this is not normal.
0: So do they do your parents justify what they're doing? Do they does it come as a as yeah, a shock they, or?
1: they said they said that this is how they were brought up.
0: Right. And it so, never so, did them yeah, any harm.
1: Yeah, they said they turned out just fine, but I don't <laughs> think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't seem fine.
0: No, no, I, I'm I'm right with you there. That's uh, is shocking. I mean, I don't know why the hell I'm oh. laughing. It's uh, it sounds like <laughs> no, okay. it sounds like they've um, I don't know it, it it it's a it's a desperate situation you're in. So yeah, it's, are there are there clear rules ab- ab- about the violence or does it just come out of nowhere? A
1: lot of anger outbursts over the simplest things or, like, mistakes. So, like, you're not allowed to mess up. Right. Yeah, so the littlest, like, things can provoke, like, a really huge reaction, like, and, like, the biggest thing ever.
0: Right. So, for example, you'll do what and then what will happen?
1: If I... It's as simple as dropping something actually. It will just like start the whole thing. If I like, if I drop something, if I apparently, if I don't listen to the person calling out my name, if I was like sleeping too long, if I wake up at 10 instead of seven, um, if I talk to my friends instead of spending time with like them. Yeah, like really little things and like very normal things.
0: That's incredibly stressful.
1: Yeah, but like I had to, like you know, adjust around that, like, on, around like those like ridiculous rules. So
0: and you you still even though your siblings are exposed to the same thing, you you mm-hmm. you don't find any sort of solidarity in speaking with that
1: them. Mm-mm.
0: Right. So it, it it sounds like they've they've done it perfectly from their their point of view. I
1: don't know what I. I don't know what is, like, up with them and why they're not like me.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: Um, But, yeah, it's like we're exposed to the same thing, but we're handling it differently for some reason.
0: Are they pretending everything's okay?
1: I think so. We don't talk about, like, you know, stuff like that ever.
0: Right, right.
1: Maybe Maybe they're not okay, but I don't know.
0: But I'm thinking within that environment that you've just described – Maybe they're terrified to talk about it.
1: Probably. It's like, yeah, we don't talk about it. Maybe they are like me and I just don't know.
0: There's a, there's a phrase in these here parts that uh, white silence is violence. And I'm just mm-hmm. thinking their silence is violence. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. when, With them not talking about it with you, they're, they're somehow yeah. complicit in, in what's going on.
1: It makes it like even more isolating, I think. But I can't ask of them for anything because like, they have their own stuff.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. So you've got exams coming up soon?
1: Yeah, like in a few days actually, and they're very important.
0: Right, right. <laughs> and um, is this a case of you're worried that you're not going to get the grades to go to the university you want? Or are you afraid you're not going to get the grades full stop?
1: Um, so since lockdown, since the whole like online school thing, I've barely been attending any of my classes because I'm not actually forced to attend them. Sure. And I kept skipping my exams. Like, I have, I'm doing my A-levels right now. Yeah. So I didn't okay. do my set of mocks that right. I was supposed to for like the same reasons. And now that I have like my final like A-level exams right now, and I can't just skip them because I paid for them. <laughs>
0: right. Right. Um,
1: so now it's like it's like me and the exam, and I'm like, what do I do about this? Because I, you know, I don't think I've been attending enough classes. So there in a few days, I still don't know what to do about.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it sounds really hard. I mean,
1: yeah, and it's like I know. That like, if lockdown didn't happen and I attended my classes properly, I wouldn't be like this right now.
0: I think you know? I think it's, it's really important that you you hear this. That um, that, that there have been studies about living in abusive environments, mm-hmm. and that that can knock around fourteen <coughs> points off your IQ levels because what? Oh. because there's so much so many other things going on Mm. in your in your mind so if you're struggling with your exams then Mm -hmm. you know this (laughs) it's not down to you this it's down to the environment that you you Mm. now find yourself in
1: yeah it's like um I'm just hoping it doesn't have to be like this for very long
0: if you don't go to university what what are your options then
1: yeah this is what I've been like thinking of because i don't know if i'm gonna make it to uni right. at this rate because like it's really bad right so i don't know actually and that uncertainty is like what puts me in that mindset like oh i have nothing going on for me you know
0: so that's just, just more pressure i yeah i got chucked out of school um mm-hmm. uh, because um I don't think I was quite ready for the A levels, mm-hmm. so uh, mm-hmm. I went off and worked for a bit, and then mm-hmm. I, I I did my A levels out of school. Um, mm-hmm. Is is that an option open to you?
1: It is. Um, I really do want to take a gap here. Yeah, I feel like that would that would help a lot. But also, for some reason, it's so huge deal here. It's also like very like talked down upon. Like, if I do take a gap year, I know, like, especially, like, around family, they'd be like, oh, like, they took a gap year. It's, like, a big thing for some reason.
0: Like, you're a sort of lesser person because... Yeah. So, it sounds like everything is about work, that Mm -hmm. your worth is completely dependent on... It is.
1: It is. sometimes. Sometimes I feel like that's, like, all they want and, like, care about. Right. So feels like every option that i could go with there is like a problem with it so it's like
0: do, do you have work options do you you know other uh, jobs to be had say if you you didn't get your a levels this this time and, and just took some time out
1: i do want to get into freelancing that's what i've been doing like recently instead of schoolwork
0: right right just writing yeah i want
1: to yeah, I just want to look into freelancing and kind of like give myself a break. Right, Because right. I don't think it's going to work out like this.
0: Um, so what, what sort of things are you, you writing?
1: Um, I can uh, content, writing content for um, – I can transcribe. I've been doing that transcription and content writing um
0: is this go- from Arabic to English and back again or is, is that or, or is that, I, I just, yeah, I, yeah yeah
1: yeah I can do that I mean that's a hell of a skill and, to have isn't it mm-hmm and I can also I've been also like ghostwriting where I write stuff for people right but right. like they tell people like they wrote it
0: yes yes
1: mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah I, I do that too yeah i just like want to like give myself a push instead of like schoolwork for a bit
0: so do, do people pay you for that
1: yeah not much though it's not like not enough
0: to, no like, to, to live on you
1: know? yeah it's not enough i just like i'm still looking into better options asking people i want to find people who are like like me
0: yeah, and who like yeah. made
1: it and like ask them i'll Probably
0: do that next week. Obviously, if you've you've got any links to, to your work, mm-hmm. to blogs, to mm-hmm. vlogs, to anything, send them to me. I'll share them from mm-hmm. from the podcast, and I'll share them from my, my Twitter feed as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. That,
1: that, that'll actually <clears throat> be out.
0: It's, it's, it's funny. Um, not normally, when I have a conversation with somebody who's been uh, given the label of uh, borderline personality disorder, the, the 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 thing i end up talking about is mm-hmm. what do you think of the label but there's there's so many different things going on for you a, <laughs> that, that's it, that got pushed into the background so so what what do you think of the label do you think it's useful for you
1: um yes but i do know it's really stigmatized um so at first i didn't want to like tell people no Because I know like their assumption would be like, oh, yeah, like we're going to stay away from them. We don't want anything to do with that. No. (laughs) So yeah, I think the label is useful for me, but I know that people don't know enough about it that it would make them want to stay away. So I just don't tell them.
0: I I suppose if mental ill health is such a taboo, telling people you've got a condition that they've often never even heard of oh, yeah. i mean it's just gonna cause fear and I don't, I don't know rejection and
1: yeah it's like even like admitting to someone like oh like they are your like fb your yeah. favorite person yeah, like, you, yeah. you don't you don't want to tell them about that you know no. i do but but it's like yeah it's really hard to admit it and also tell them so you just like i just don't
0: is there a sort of inner voice in you that that judges mm-hmm. judges you? That, that, yeah, that like, a, you like a
1: like a like an like inner critique. Yeah, like inner dialogues, I'd say. Um, but because people here don't know enough, and you know how it's like very taboo and like very stigmatized, it's just like you just like resort to like not telling people about it.
0: So. I get the impression you have actually spoken to some of your closer friends about this.
1: Yeah, like really close friends, yeah. And
0: and how, w- what's their response been?
1: They were very nice about it, actually. Yeah. Um, which is like new. But at the same time, I feel like I can't, I still can't like confide in them for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like internalized, but I'm still working through it.
0: It, it sounds like you. Yeah, there's a lot for you to come to terms Mm -hmm. with i mean when when i was your at your age with Mm -hmm. this diagnosis um Mm -hmm. i was just emerging from a period of violence so i Mm -hmm. i I was particularly violent in my sort of late teens very early 20s and Mm um so Mm -hmm. even though i didn't have a diagnosis people knew there was something wrong uh for me so Mm -hmm. is, is that the same with your friends they the that they sort of spotted you and they said, I knew something was going on for you."
1: Yeah, I mean, it's very evident they know about like my environment and stuff. So they yeah, know like yeah. some, they know something like is like not right. Um, but there are still many that I consider close that I haven't like told them
0: yeah, about it. yeah.
1: Yeah, there's still a lot more to do. I just like I feel. Stuck at the moment, but yeah, I'll I'll get around to it sometime.
0: So you were given the diagnosis. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say in this country, uh, we 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 then get <laughs> we, we we get a diagnosis, then we get treatment. Uh, but that's a load of shit. In fact, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've been on a waiting list for uh, service for two years now, mm-hmm. and that's
1: the, that's horrible. There's
0: Still no sign of it. Mm-hmm. Um are you getting help? Are you getting therapy or anything like that?
1: Well, first CBT is like didn't work at all. That's It's that, that, all about
0: Yeah, CBT, like CBT doesn't work for anybody with borderline personality. It does not. <laughs> it does. It's
1: just it's just all about like, oh, how does that like how does this make you feel? How that like There is no like practical solution going on. It just it doesn't work out um dbt here oh um, i don't know where to find it it's just like i i know it like i heard like people talk about it it's like good apparently but there is no sign of it so far so
0: dbt is dialectical um, behavioral therapy we we mm-hmm. there's rumor that it exists in the uk but um <laughs> I, i've only ever come across one uh organization that does it properly mm-hmm most mm. organizations do a, a sort of hybrid uh that that is less than what it's supposed to be. Mm. So that's um, yeah. That that's that's what's available here. Uh so there's it,
1: barely anything yeah, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Like in general. So I did download some like worksheets of like like DBT worksheets and stuff for myself that they use like in actual DBT.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like there's a lot of like that i think i've been doing that and also meds but i don't think they work <laughs> i'll have to get them changed
0: what what meds are um, you on can i ask
1: uh, mood stabilizers i don't know the scientific name but it's called derrybex like the right. the the one in the box i don't know the scientific name okay
0: yeah so that's uh, ignore
1: of... the background noise <laughs> don't worry <laughs>
0: the, 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 okay. that's, that's the sort of brand name for the pills <laughs> you're on. So, moods, yeah. I, I,
1: I don't think they work. They just like any emotion, just like it's just like turned
0: off. Right. That's uh, no fun, literally. No yeah.
1: Fun. Yeah. Not fun at all. It's just like, it's like you're watching your days go by.
0: Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I've got a bit of a lifetime of uh, trying. Uh, a Whole variety of uh, psychiatric medications, and um, yeah, some people tell me that it's it's like people with diabetes uh, having insulin, and it's not. It's like people with cancer taking painkillers because it doesn't it doesn't look at the the core cause of what's right. going on.
1: Yeah, it's just like it, what pisses me off is like being forced to do cbt because there's no other option
0: can you imagine having, having cancer and just being told well there's one treatment and it's painkillers <laughs> now bugger off
1: and <clears throat> and it doesn't work it doesn't yeah. work but it's the only option so <laughs> might as well try um yeah and it's also incredibly expensive here
0: so is I it painful through expensive. insurance or no. how does that work
1: no at least not for me right Mm-mm, not like it's it, so, insurance yeah. doesn't cover it so it's like it's really expensive and it doesn't work and you know it doesn't work but you still have to show up
0: that sounds great gosh that, that, <laughs> you should you should work you should uh, start an advertising campaign for them <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive it's just... but it's shit yeah
1: <clears throat> very ironic and you know what who wouldn't want this you know very grateful for the treatment here
0: Hmm. (laughs) it's 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 shocking um so do you do you imagine yourself leaving home in the next while um are there other options for you
1: the honest answer no but i tell myself like yes because if i don't then it won't end in a good way no i just told myself like yeah i will but honest answer i don't think so because the only way i could is by getting into a good uni which is like i don't know <laughs> Right. right. Um, but i'm trying to discover other options maybe um i really do want to though and i know to get out i need to work hard now but i can't do that right now like, I physically can't.
0: So... No,
1: I know that, sorry. So... you mean? So sorry, you, hold on. Okay. Can you, like, cut parts out of the podcast?
0: Uh Yeah, I can. Okay. okay.
1: Stop making sounds.
0: Uh-oh. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know, I'd I, I, I quite like to keep that in, if that's all right with <laughs> think, I think it sort of it helps sort of describe your situation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got you you, you're going to be taking your exams um -hmm. and then you'll find your results what what kind of uh grades had you been getting up until this point
1: um a's and b's right like that that was up until like before lockdown after lockdown it's been like u f right
0: right right
1: and i've never gotten like that low before I remember like when I was doing my GCSEs I got like a U in math and it was like the worst thing ever and I actually did work hard to get it up to an A
0: yeah yeah
1: and I can't do that right now for some reason it's like been like really low grades and so I don't even know where to start from because I have like three days or like four days like till my exam so it's like
0: yeah it it sounds like you know any amount of cramming isn't going to come to your mm -hmm. rescue at this point I, yes, I've... it's,
1: like, a lot of, like, I don't know what to say. It's, like, I know there's no option to lift my grades up, so I just completely dropped it.
0: Does Does the school kind of give you the options for resets after this?
1: Normally, schools do, but my school is, like, they only accept people who get, like, A's you know, right. and for the sake of the reputation, they don't let people reset. <laughs> so if I were to reset, I'd have to like do it somewhere else, which is an option. Yeah. But, you know, I'd still have to look more into that. Ask my parents.
0: It does sound like so you, you need just some space and time just to...
1: A lot, like a gap year would fix a lot.
0: Yeah. Just a but I can't
1: do that, so
0: where you can sort of just be yourself for a bit and just have all pressure removed from you. I mean, that's... A, yeah. <clears throat> that's my ideal world for you, but... Uh, it's <laughs> Mine uh,
1: too. Yeah. But uh, I have to, like, you know, try to figure things out somehow.
0: What do you do for fun?
1: I paint. Nice right. For fun. I also recently got a ukulele to practice songs on. Right. It. I do that for fun. Um, I think that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. But they
1: do. I want to get into like embroidery. Right,
0: right. This
1: summer, hopefully, if I get time.
0: So. Things like
1: that like really help.
0: So you need that creative outlet because all the other things that you're doing at school are scientific.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wait, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, it's like. A lot of things I do is like work related.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So having like creative outlets that um, people here deem as like useless, you know, like they think like painting or like drawing is just like, eh, you know, if it's just like useless to them. So it's like, I love doing it.
0: In in Scotland, uh, I, I, Mm -hmm. I, I, I was a social worker in Scotland um if the home environment was abusive for an individual <clears throat> people could be rehoused and and the mm-hmm. state would help look after the person to get them to set them up at home and and get them going you know a social worker may become involved mm-hmm. uh, Are there social workers around other housing departments to look after you
1: i Do not think so um what you described sounds perfect (laughs) Uh. but um it's not like that here. i think um i mean they do have for like you know domestic violence and all that but it sounds too scary i don't know what it's gonna go also i think it's like four people below 18.
0: right Hmm.
1: so i don't know i don't even feel 18 i feel like You know, they think like, oh, like once you turn 18, you're an adult. Yeah, there's
0: a a sudden snap of the fingers and there you are. Yeah. You're an adult.
1: Like, like if I was 17 one day and I turned 18 the next day, nothing changes. So, and and I'm 18 right now, so I don't feel like an adult. And I know that a lot of these services accommodate people below 18. So, I don't know, maybe if I make them pity me. It'll work because I'm still 18. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'll try. I feel like I still have some options to discover. But I know how it is like here in Dubai, so it's like I don't even want to because I know it won't be of much help. But I'll try
0: regardless. If um, you, if your exams don't go well, are you? Will you be exposing yourself to more? To, And this is, call it what it is, it's domestic violence, is what you're, Mm -hmm. you're, you know, whether it be verbal or physical, it's violence. Mm -hmm. Um, Will there be more, will you expect more of that to happen?
1: A lot more, I think, yeah. It's really weird because I'm aware that I can't do anything about it. It's just, I know it's going to happen. Like I'm certain, you know? Uh, And I know I'm like slowly going down that path, but I can't do anything to stop it. Because of that same reason, so and I don't know. It's like all my options are they won't work. The narrow. But I'll, yeah. It's just like but, a bit tricky. <laughs>
0: I've gone uh-huh. all social worker on you. Uh, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm just thinking that if you went to the authorities, whichever, whatever the authorities are, and say I'm being exposed to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what what would they do or or would that just be so bad for your family for you that you can't even imagine uh,
1: it? yeah so here's the thing i remember uh, after i left the hospital that day and i came back home and i was in my room and i hadn't talked to my mom for like 2 days before that because you know the whole thing And she walked in, and the only thing she says was, oh, you did this to make people think I'm a bad parent.
0: Wow.
1: And she just left the room, and that's it. We just never talked about it ever again. Right. So if she thinks that I put myself, ignore the sound. If she thinks I put myself in danger just to make people think she's a bad parent, I don't know what she'll think if I contact the authorities. She'll think I'm doing it so people think she's a bad parent. Which I wouldn't do that if I wasn't exposed to so much violence. You know? I don't know. It's really weird. Like, I wouldn't put myself... Sorry, can you cut this out? My brother's
0: autistic. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite stressful Uh, as well. Very. When I say quite, what I mean is very yeah it is very noisy and if that happens so you're at home you're at home all the time
1: mm, yeah most of the time can i tell them to keep quiet because it's not gonna work yeah all go all ahead else? go ahead hold on i'll meet myself for a bit okay oh hiya mm-hmm. so I, I forgot where we stopped
0: <laughs> no. well done it's a, that's a lot more quiet it's Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um I I think we we were we were talking about the the, the stigma of reporting your parents essentially mm-hmm. uh for the abuse that you you've gone through. Mm-hmm. If even if you did go down those lines, if you went how do you think the authorities would react to you?
1: Um now that I'm 18, I'm not sure. Um, I did read about it, like how you could, like, for example, my dad could be fined or jailed for a couple of months. Um, There is also options for rehousing, but it's temporary. I don't know what's going to happen after that.
0: Right. Um, That's
1: it. That's all I've seen so far (coughs) when I researched about it. It's like fines and temporary rehousing. Yeah.
0: And what happens after the temporary rehousing? You, you,
1: yeah, you know? I have no idea. There is no information.
0: Yikes, that's mm-hmm. that's so, really difficult. So
1: yeah, they should make their options like clear for people yes. who want to reach out.
0: I mean, there's a it's not clear. There's a drop in where you can go in and say this is what's going on. What would happen if I I went along these lines to, to make myself safe?
1: I should probably do that, but a part of me was scared of them knowing that I'm in that situation, and they won't let me like drop it, you know. If I just ask them about it, oh, now they know yeah. I'm in the situation, you would have so to they won't. It. I'm yeah, I'm in it now. I can't just like leave.
0: So you can't do anything so, sort of anonymously to sort of test mm, the water.
1: Yeah, I wanted to be anonymous just to know my option, like yeah, what I'm gonna yeah. be doing, but like. You know, I'd have to either report and know what's going on or not report and research, but it's not enough.
0: And I'm guessing by reporting you you'd be putting yourself at more risk.
1: Yes, and also I have like smaller siblings consider oh. mm-hmm. It feels a bit selfish. yeah it, it doesn't
0: so it doesn't sound selfish and yeah even if it is selfish mm-hmm. sh- surely now now is a good time to be selfish oh,
1: oh, he makes a lot of sounds yeah yeah um but anyways um It doesn't sound selfish and it is a good time to be selfish yeah but like i'm also scared because they seem like they're doing okay maybe they're not they they probably aren't yeah yeah but if they are doing okay in school and they have a chance at the future i don't want to ruin it for them
0: have you tested the waters with them by saying uh by telling them you know that things are bad and they've just said don't be ridiculous or, her, or is, is nobody speaking um, about it?
1: My little sister and I make jokes about like running away or like, you know, it was just like jokes, but I don't know if she's serious about it. Sure, um, sure. Uh, I, I did see them getting exposed to the same violence. Um, I saw them at their breaking points, but they just snap out of it.
0: Right, right.
1: I, I don't see any, like, long-term effects of it,
0: like, with me. Well, maybe maybe they're wondering the same thing about you. Maybe they're thinking because you're not talking much about it. They're, they're, they're thinking, well, why isn't she talking about it? Why, are we, why aren't we all talking about it? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm because if,
1: wondering, if I'm wondering the same about them, there is a chance. They wonder the same about me but then again i don't know <laughs> um yeah it's, it's very tricky it,
0: it, it sounds almost it's, it's not impossible but it's it sounds like a huge challenge and it sounds like you'd have to make significant changes if things were yeah. to, to change
1: yeah so this is why cbt doesn't work
0: <laughs> i can't
1: yeah I can't explain the environment because that will just get them like reported and it's just 90% of it's just like how does that make you feel or like you know like no practical (laughs) how (laughs) do you think it makes me feel (laughs) 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 it's like it's a bit it's almost funny to me I make jokes about it like all the time
0: uh you're looking for practical advice and um yeah
1: like yeah like proper like help and CBT sounds like a joke next to it
0: <laughs> yeah it doesn't sound like it's uh it's gonna take you any further so you're you're you're, you're taking pills you've had CBT uh mm. so hey. you would have to go out and buy DB, DBT from somewhere to.
1: Yeah, it's, I don't think I've heard of it here. Right. I don't know where to even, like, look into. Sure. Rumours say that it exists, but I... <laughs>
0: but it's a unicorn. It's it's like it's uh, some sort of fantasy creature that people only dream yeah,
1: of. Yeah, and apparently it's also incredibly expensive, a lot more than CBT. Right. So they make it so inaccessible
0: yeah it sounds it
1: and like they don't fund the mental health services properly also
0: have you got um family members uh who Mm -hmm. outside your sort of immediate family who, Mm -hmm. who know what's going on for you
1: oh no not at all i don't confide in any of them right none they're not good people I only have my friends though they're nice
0: but so they're not good people you you think they they behave in a similar way to your parents to their children is that is that what you're saying
1: they do i know they do right because they were all brought up like in similar ways
0: so this is the this culture of violence that you're exposed yeah to.
1: it's like it's like uh it's very um very normalized, it's like normal for them,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: you'd, you'd have to be deserving of not being exposed to violence somehow,
0: right? That, yeah, that somehow you deserve you, you must behave in a way that that deserves respect, and and only when you've got respect that you you don't then get violence, uh, yes.
1: And it's like you, you don't even do anything to deserve the violence so you don't even know what aspects to fix you know
0: so for example when your dad sort of come home after a day at work and in had he's had a bad day at work you're more likely to to be assaulted
1: oh for sure for sure
0: It's, it's like yeah
1: it's like where the anger is going to be let out like for sure you know and like if if yeah. I know he had like a bad day at work, I will avoid him at all costs. Of course. Mm-hmm.
0: And your um your siblings, do they get a, a, the, the exposed to this violence as much as you, or, or are you normally the brunt of it?
1: I don't know if my brain makes me think this way, but I feel like I'm the center of it. Right. I'm also like the eldest like sibling.
0: Right. Right. So
1: a lot of responsibility and like a lot of pressure because it's for them, it's like, oh, they're young, they can mess up, but I have to be the one who's like, you know, they do get exposed to violence, a lot of it, but I feel like I am exposed to it a lot more.
0: Right. And it must be hard seeing it happen to them as well.
1: It is. And, I, and the thing is like, since we don't bring it up, we just see, we just watch it happen. I don't know how they're coping um they do have like journals but I don't go through them no yeah as much as I want to know them better I can't do that so
0: is there any scope for you to have sort of private time with them to discuss you know what's what's going on or or maybe I don't know get them to listen to this podcast uh or, or would that, be, that would be, that'd be insane? That would be a great
1: idea. Yeah. That would be maybe once, if I'm feeling a bit impulsive, I'll just make them do it just to,
0: yeah, listen to like this. spark something. This is what's going on for me.
1: I'll always have this podcast to show them. That's a good idea. I didn't yeah.
0: think of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd, I'd hate to think that it, on the other hand, I'd hate to think that it would, ex, ex, exposing yourself in this way would, would then expose you to more violence, you know. The you know, if they went to your parents and said, "Oh, have you heard this?" Oh, then... Yeah,
1: I. Yeah, they can't know about this. <laughs> no,
0: no, absolutely
1: um, not. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. Um, I've been trying to get my friends to know more about the label.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: To like know how to like treat me. I'd say like if I'm ever splitting or I don't want to talk to them or something, Sure. I want them to know why, but getting them to research about it is like, it's been a bit hard. I'm not going to lie.
0: There's a great book uh, that, that I used when, when I got my diagnosis, even mm-hmm. though I'm not a big fan of, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think for me, it's a useful diagnosis. I don't think it describes what, what's mm-hmm. happened to us very well mm-hmm. um but the, the, there's a book called the borderline personality disorder survival guide and mm-hmm. it really describes what's going on for people with with mm-hmm. that label and it does it really mm-hmm. well in a completely non-judgmental way in fact in a positively judgmental way so it's it's very kind so it, it I'll might look be more into yeah that. maybe i'll look more into that point, point your friends in that direction as well because mm-hmm. it is it's mm-hmm. It, it really worked nicely for me. Um, so, I don't know. So, what's what's the future looking like for you at the moment? Are you able to sort of project into, you know, a few years time what your world might be like?
1: I try to romanticize it, to work for it, because otherwise I'll just like, I have this thing of like chronic, like, hopelessness like i yeah. just i know in my mind like i know like oh this won't work out i shouldn't even try for it so i try to romanticize the future make it like make it look like something i want yeah
0: yeah
1: so i have an ideal future but i'm not sure it's realistic
0: well, it's just um, you and me, tell me about it
1: <laughs> yeah okay um maybe living somewhere in ireland because it is like lgbt friendly Right, um, right. And hopefully studying psychology in university.
0: I I did psychology um, at university, and it's a great course. You know, it's a really. I'm re- I'm very excited actually, for it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and hopefully living with better people. I never had that, so I feel like. I'd, like, do infinitely better if I lived with, like, a group of friends in the university, maybe. I remember telling my mom I want to study psychology for university. And first she said, like, um, you either change your course or, like, no university for you. And I was like, "Gosh, that's weird. But, like, now she accepted it because I told her, like, there is no other option. Like, I don't want to study anything else. Um...
0: So, do, so do, they, do they pay for it then, your university?
1: I start like in a few months somehow. I don't know which university or how. Yeah. But I'm supposed to start in a few months. And they should pay for it because I don't make any money.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Wow. So that's another, I don't know, you're, you're tied in that way as well, aren't you?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. I try to behave in the way they want me to because i'm financially dependent on them so i want to reach the point where i'm not which is why i've been like looking into freelancing and all that so i can like there's nothing tying me to them
0: yeah right now it's money they
1: don't emotionally support me so i have nothing with them in that matter it's just money so if i had that on my own i feel like a lot of things would be solved do do they
0: have Um, welfare benefits where you live, so say if you became destitute, say if you were homeless, say if you had no money Mm -hmm. um, is there money available from the state for you? Mm -hmm. Right. I
1: don't think so. They don't accommodate many people here or even at all. They make Dubai look like this like glamorous like country but it's just like
0: yeah mm -mm. because it's
1: It's not all that it's uh, not all that it's
0: portrayed as one of the wealthiest places in the world yeah
1: yeah like sometimes I look into it on the internet just to laugh and see the difference between how it's like shown to the world and how how it really is yeah Yeah, it's no help for anyone Literally, it's just, like, it's not what they make it seem to be.
0: We need more and more voices like yours to say.
1: (laughs) And, yeah, the thing is, like, protests are also, like, not allowed here. It's, like, illegal. So everyone should just stay silent and it's like, convince themselves, like, they like it here. It's not all that.
0: You're saying Ireland would be a, an option for you. Do, do you have family friends who live there?
1: I do. My cousins live there.
0: Right. And yeah, it's
1: it's LGBT friendly. It sounds like a really nice place. I really want to go there soon.
0: My my wife's family is uh, from mm-hmm. Ireland, and she mm-hmm. she speaks very fondly of them. Uh, mm-hmm. They're very family oriented. Uh, mm-hmm uh and they call it the emerald isle which i imagine is quite different from dubai which i get the (laughs) impression that the you know there's there's not a huge amount of greenery to be had where you live
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like they, they they just like sugarcoat it yeah but it's it's i'd like rather live anywhere but here right so so Yeah, the future is looking a bit uncertain. Yeah, but I I, I have an i, I have an ideal one in my head.
0: So yeah, you you you're telling me you'd be you'd be writing, you'd be living uh, in in your own place, Mm -hmm. um, with a partner, on your own.
1: Hopefully, yeah, I I do actually want to like live with other people because it's already so isolating here. So if I do get to move out, I want to live with people I genuinely like, and who are also like me.
0: Yeah. So, so, so being gay is that is is that another thing that's uh, difficult where you are?
1: Yes, they deport people. They it's also like they it's like, you can't be openly out here like I think like if somehow my parents did know anything about that they would like properly disown me or like kill me or something Bloody like healthy. it's like yeah it's like that's so I'm not open about that here but I do I do know many people who are like me yeah but like we just don't talk about it like openly because you're, like, doomed, if anyone knows.
0: But that's that's just another stress statistic on top of all your other stress.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, generally, like, I only have my friends, so I'm really grateful for them.
0: No wonder your mental health's been affected. You know, mm-hmm. you, you've got exam pressure, you've got the, the environment in which you live, which is violent, you've, and bless his socks you've got a a, uh an incredibly noisy brother (laughs) yeah Um, and
1: and seeing him getting exposed to violence too and knowing that he's autistic is just like uh, it's not a good combination
0: that must be devastating
1: it is so i'm really grateful for my friends because like Although I'd say it's been harder opening up to any of them at the moment because I don't talk to many of them. Yeah. But when I do, it's, like, very nice. It's, like, taking like a breath of, like, fresh air from all of this.
0: Um, and do you just speak to them at school? Do you speak to them online? Or, or are there, there are places I... where you can go that are private and you wander about the place and you have chats out in the open air? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I don't have my friends at school. They're all very um, homophobic, transphobic, all of that. They're not good people to be around. Um, but I do have friends from my previous school. I have friends I made online, friends that I meet here, but not because of school. Um, yeah, we talk online, we meet up, but like not at school. The people in school are not nice. They're. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, they've been incredibly supportive of me whenever I do, you know, but I'd say like a lot of them don't have like a proper insight of how it's been like for me the past like three months. I don't tell them much about it because, sorry, my voice is like, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, it's been, yeah. But yeah, I don't think many of them have an insight of what it's really been like for me, you know, like the past like few months. Um maybe i'll make them listen to
0: this (laughs) yeah um it feels like there's no real place of safety for you 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 must yeah permanently be in a state of heightened arousal of of what's going to happen next Um,
1: yes and this is what many i think of my friends don't understand because when they ask me how i'm doing like i it's rarely ever okay So I think they get bored of that. So which is why I don't talk to them much about it. Like, I I just, I feel like a chore to them. So I don't tell them much or even at all. Um, But yeah, they are nice, but maybe my brain makes me think they're bored of me. So I don't tell them much of everything. So I'll make them listen to this. Maybe they'll know a bit more of how it's been like for me. Um, But yeah, it's like, I'm permanently like in a state of like, heightened arousal um and like extreme hopelessness so it's like it's like I don't even want to keep up with my I do want to keep up with my friends but I can't it's hard so I will make them listen to this
0: do you think it'll, it'll they, be nice. do you think they they feel impotent do you that they can't do anything for you That they, they you know once you tell some something to somebody they feel oh god I can't, I can't do anything I can't help you
1: yeah that's that's what i get from them which honestly it's not their fault like if i had a friend who needed like practical help and i know i wouldn't be of use to them because all all i can give them is just like words i feel the same way too so i don't blame them you know
0: words and a hug you know love Mm -hmm. compassion
1: yeah Yeah, maybe i should maybe i should talk to them more
0: today's hard give me a hug Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) yeah that would be nice to me
0: i should talk to them more maybe perhaps uh (laughs) you know it's it's all these things because you don't know what the outcome is it's you 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 must feel that you have to do it very tentatively sort of reach out very Mm -hmm. slowly just in case something terrible happens
1: yeah it's like it's like growing up being taught like not to mess up also adds on to it like yeah yeah i i don't want anything to go wrong so i don't try at all but maybe it's time to try
0: yeah. a little i wonder just you know maybe reaching out and
1: mm-hmm.
0: just, just while it's on my mind um you were saying that you'd, you'd spoken to your teachers and said please don't speak to my parents and mm-hmm. the first thing they did is speak to your parents what mm-hmm. what, what did you speak to the, your, the teachers about
1: I can read a text I sent to my teacher right okay. now.
0: Okay.
1: Um Okay, I go like, hey, I hope you're okay. Just want to let you know that my parents and I don't have, don't exactly have the best relationship at all. So I'd really appreciate it if you don't email or call my mom about school when I'm hardly finding the motivation to do things, let alone schoolwork. It will only make it harder for me and it won't help. This was for my psychology teacher who ended up calling my mom like the next day.
0: So you were incredibly clear that this wouldn't help don't do it Mm -hmm. you're 18 Mm -hmm. you're an adult Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and and i mean this this is your should be this should be confidential and yet Mm -hmm. and what did they say
1: she just called my mom saying like um i don't know if she only told me to do that so I won't get her in trouble, but I feel like you should know this about her. She's not been doing okay in school, blah, 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 She just told her everything. So it just made things a lot worse. I don't think she has an idea of how hard, sorry, how hard it is actually for me, but still I told her not to, and she still did it anyway, which is why I still resent her till this day.
0: I can't imagine why you'd resent her.
1: That's astonishing. Yeah. It was- and now that like my A levels are canceled um and our grades are based on like teacher assessed grades right I feel like she hates me so maybe she'll be biased and like not give me the grades I need or something
0: I don't know but but would she look back at your previous your sort of earlier results way back when and go actually you know you you've got a lot of potential as a student do you think
1: I do. I, I, I was a really excellent student last year. It's just right. like this year that's been like really bad. Right. So hopefully she has a little compassion for me, despite what she did.
0: Crikey. It 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 yeah. sounds incredibly difficult. I mean, what what I'd 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 like to do is, is if it's okay with you, is to is to keep in touch with you and and mm-hmm. and even if we we just have short updates on on what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd, yeah that I'd,
1: would be nice
0: i I'd, I'd love to hear them I can, cause, yeah Cause,
1: I can update you on like the progress after summer yeah if I got into university or not <laughs> all of that yeah that would be very nice actually
0: i I'd love to do that um I mean Twitter's one thing but I suppose having mm-hmm. time to actually have a conversation with uh, an actual human being mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. Is, is 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 something
1: mm-hmm this is probably the first conversation I had in so long. So I feel really good about it.
0: So how, how does it feel actually getting it out there, actually having having a conversation and saying, this is what's going on for me, and having it acknowledged that your situation is incredibly challenging? It's
1: very new, it doesn't happen ever. No. So, yes. Yeah, it's very new, but I feel really nice about it, um, um, because I often feel like a, it's like a, what how do how do I say this? Like a chore or like something on my my friend's to do list. It doesn't feel like that right now, so good, I feel
0: good, good. Yeah. No, it's it's great. <laughs> And, and that, that you felt okay to be open, honest, and, and really talk about your stuff in a sort of really reflective way. And it sounds like you you really understand what's going on in your world. Yeah,
1: um, um, I'm very very aware. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> and now I am, and my listeners will be. Um, yeah, and, and hopefully um, you'll you'll feel some love coming back in your day. that would be
1: very nice that would be very nice actually um hopefully I also make some of my friends listen to this who I haven't been talking to just like a just to show them how it's been like without actually having to talk to them yeah I think that would be very helpful and nice Um,
0: yeah yeah
1: Mm -hmm. okay
0: is is there anything else you'd like to talk about just now or, or do you think that's us uh, pretty much done for just now?
1: Uh, I think that's it. I, I feel like I've talked about a lot mm. of things that I don't usually tell people. So um, I'm very happy I got to do this. And I actually feel
0: a lot better than before I started
1: talking. Whoopsies. Hey! Um,
0: I'm so glad you did. I really, <clears throat> really, I can't emphasize how glad I am that you've spoken out.
1: Thank you. That means a lot to me. Um, i'm very happy to i feel a
0: lot better now (laughs) but we'll we'll, we'll keep in touch
1: yeah we will we will i Um, will give you frequent updates and when something changes Mm -hmm.
0: and yeah uh, like i say i'm sure my listeners will be really interested to hear how you're doing and hopefully things might start developing in a in a more positive way for you but but maybe by beginning the conversation with your friends maybe even mm-hmm. your your siblings, that mm-hmm. things might start just to change a little bit. That's yeah, just...
1: that sounds that sounds very, very nice. I hope it happens. And I feel actually a bit excited for positive updates <laughs> that I'll give you, hopefully.
0: Yeah, um, I'd I'd love to hear it. Okay, thank you. I'm going to say bye for now, and, uh, mm-hmm. and thanks ever so much for giving me your time, I really appreciate thank you, you, you Thank you. Coming. Thank
1: you for giving me your platform.
0: No if worries, no know. worries. Okay, bye bye for now. Yeah. The whole idea behind the Walking Mile in My Shoes Endeavour is to allow you to share a piece of life's journey with someone you've never met. You can be the storyteller, or you can be the listener. Both roles are equally important. I can't thank Dee enough for reaching out and telling their story, it was an absolute privilege speaking with them. Remember, if you have a story to tell, please get in touch and all my contact details are in the blurb. Until the next time, I've been Chris Young and you've been rather lovely, thanks for being there. Walk a mile.